0: We just I got to tell you, um, wow, I'm just kind of like not really completely back to real time here based on the Northwest Women Show. And oh, I thought
1: you went back into time.
0: I do go, I do go back into time. You and Marty McFly and the whole McFly family. We're going back I do, I do. Back to I do time. go back to time. But what I want to say is that, and this is so related to today's show, um, there was so much. I got to tell you, the energy, the vibration, so many people connected to make things happen. So many people gave things, paid things forward. And you're going to hear me talk about this in more detail tomorrow. But it's all from the place of heart. If I had to pick a theme this year about the Northwest Women's Show or about what we're feeling on the Dr. Pat show, it is really um, a theme about heart. and And what I mean by that is holding another one's hand, whether it's that virtual hand or in person holding that hand. It is sort of a connection that I sense people are making across the globe. You know, some people say during tough times, people really, you know, get bound together. I simply believe it is a shift and a change in what's happening to each and every one of us each day to take us to a different place, to take us to a different way of being, to take us to a different level. And today's show is about that. You know, one of the things that I found, especially this weekend at the show, in talking to many, many of the caregivers, Dr. Darvish's course, was there. She did a presentation on thermography. You know, people were stunned about what she was presenting, but it was how she was presenting. It was her mannerism. It was her presence. And today, today joining us here for this show. The show is called Doc Talk, Communicating with Caregivers. Now, I'm very, very interested in, in talking with Dr. Joan Van Tassel, who's joining us here today, because she is someone that helps caregivers, helps docs, helps all of us understand what the conversations are about. You know, whether you, or I, or Benny, seek traditional or alternative medical care, which I do both, um, you know, what is it that we need to understand from the caregiver's perspective, from the doctor's perspective? What do we need to understand? What is happening in our medical system and what can we do about it? In this conversation today is in conjunction with the National University System Center for Integrative Health. There's nothing like this. The National University System Center for Integrative Health is amazing. It is a platform um, uh, that provides people with education that is beyond anything I can explain. They are committed to improving the quality of health and wellness care in the United States. They provide education to all of us, individuals about integrative integrative health, helping people lead healthier lives. Um, And the programs and the degrees and the platforms and everything that they provide is out of this world. If you want to find out more about them, you can call 1-800-NAT-UNIV. That's their phone number, 1-800-NAT-UNIV. Or go to their website, www.cih.nusystem.org. CIH.nu system.org. Today, we're taking your questions, we're taking your comments. It is all about care. Uh, Dr. Joan, thank you so much for joining us here today. Big, 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 big conversation.
2: It is. It's an important one too for all of us because, you know, we all have to learn to take care of ourselves and to learn how to help others help us.
0: And I wanted to ask you. I, I want to back up. Okay. What has happened since the days of Doctor watching Doctor Ben Casey on TV? What was he called anyway? You know what I'm saying? It was this mom you, you get okay. Wow, am I dating myself? Benny's like shaking his head. But what I'm trying to say is, look, there was there was the television shows about Doctor, and I'm going to use television sort of as a way to to snapshot in time, if you don't mind. There was, there was this, you know, uh, television series that came out. What was it? Sixties, seventies, even some of the eighties. No, not really the eighties, but seventies. Let's say, and it was about the doctor. It was about the house call. It was about yeah, he's in the hospital, but he's really cool. He holds your hand. Uh, yeah. All right. Now, fast forward. Are you with me? Yes. Yeah. All right. It's more it, like Doctor House. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> he smacks at you
2: and told you oh, what you should be doing, God. and do how stupid you are for not doing it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Doctor House. It's so perfect, and it's the other shows. ER. Look at what we've done. We've gone from Ben Casey to ER. People not knowing how to cut somebody. I mean, wow. Can you tell me what
2: happened? <laughs> well. Two things happened at the same time, and one caused the other. Medical technology and knowledge has grown dramatically, and that's because, really, of the, of the properties of the scientific method that make it possible to create knowledge, publish knowledge, and build on previous knowledge. And as all of us have become more educated, that means that there's more people doing research and publishing, and the growth of knowledge is huge. So much so that it's really very difficult for any one person to keep up with it. And so, uh, healthcare givers have to learn how to find information more than they need to memorize information because nobody can do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's one thing. But the there's a, a kind of divide, and within our society and within many societies, between people who have scientific training and people who don't. And scientific training is really training in a language. So if you don't have that, you're not speaking the same language mm-hmm. as your traditional healthcare practitioner, doctor, specialist. Well,
0: you know, Dr. Joan, one of the things that I want to make sure everybody knows, you are... You are so connected to this. First of all, you're an associate professor in the chair department of Department of Communication at National University. You're an educator, an author, a journalist, uh new media broadcast and print. You write for I Thrive, the National University System for Integrative Health Easing. You are so plugged in to what's happening today and, more importantly, what should happen today and not only today, what we need to plan for in the future. Uh, and before coming to National University, you taught at Pepperdine University, uh, at UCLA Extension School. You have a doctor, doctorate in communication theory and research uh, from the Amber School, uh, Annenberg School for Communications in LA. And beyond that, winning numerous awards prizes for your books emmy nomination and here you are with all of that being said coming out and being concerned about how we're communicating to patients
2: why is this so important to you Mm. well it's really personal um if you don't mind
0: i I would you know i'd (laughs) love to hear your story
2: My best friend was diagnosed with breast cancer in 1975. And I remember we met for dinner, and she said to me, she said, I do not want to have surgery or get chemotherapy or radiation because it will ruin my quality of life. And I think I can treat this with a macrobiotic diet. Mm. And I remember screaming at her in the street as we left, saying, damn it, you have no right to use yourself as an experiment like this. And what happened is that for five years, she did have a wonderful quality of life. But the cancer metastasized and she died within a year and all of the things that she didn't want to do, surgery, chemo, radiation, she finally had to do just for pain management. And I took from that experience that, really, I thought, you have to do everything. She was absolutely right about the quality of life issues. But she was really wrong about not accepting the benefits of traditional medicine, too. And that was when I began to think about how these two kinds of treatment really needed to be integrated. So... When I came to National, I was so pleased to find this amazing program that you talked about because it's not just, you know, it's not just personal to me. People have been voting with their feet. I mean, the billions of dollars go into alternative medicine because people want to treat themselves differently than traditional medicine. But at the same time, there are huge benefits to the scientific method in medicine and what they have done and the advances that they've made that we really cannot shortchange. It's a very, very crucial and important part. So accepting the whole point of integrative medicine is that you don't have to reject one kind for the other. It's not a choice between alternative medicine and traditional medicine. You have to do both things, and they both work within the fields that they address. That's, that's my opinion about it.
0: Well, I totally agree with you. And, you know, I want to give a little backdrop for this. We're going to take a short break and don't. Gosh, thank you so much for sharing that story, because mm-hmm. it is that story. And I had a, I, I had a sense that it was something like that because I have a similar a similar situation. And the reason that you and I are both so passionate about this is because something different needs to happen honestly in you know in what you and I'll talk about when I come back some of this breakdown in communication is resulting in death and oh yeah and we need to we need to do something about that Uh, dr. Joan Van Tassel joining us here today we're gonna take a short break when we come back we're gonna be speaking about this I would love to take your questions this is a time for you to talk with Joan get your questions share your story because she is the one that can make a difference Um, Let's take a short break. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back.
3: You want to get unstuck, be free from fears and doubts, and finally feel good about yourself. You just don't know how to get there dr schaub's accelerated breakthrough program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond any limitations and achieve true self-empowerment call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND or visit cellularwisdom.com that's cellularwisdom.com
1: go green at the go green expo the nation's leading eco-friendly trade show Learn how to green your business, your home, your kids, and save money on your energy bills. Visit GoGreenExpo.com and learn how to live healthier and help our environment. See Dr. Pat in person and listen to her speak with other top eco-minded leaders and celebrities at the Go Green Expo in New York City. April 17th through the 19th at the Hilton. Visit GoGreenExpo.com for details.
3: Bella Extraordinary hair care provides professional results naturally. Bella Genza is proud to be the first and original in this category. A line of products that's human-friendly and performs beyond professional standards. Safe, food-grade products that exceed expectations, give great results, and have your well-being in mind. Until now, natural products in salons meant underperformance or at best a trade-off between being good for the environment but giving less than ideal results. Bella Genza's products are good for you and the environment. Bella 8-ounce bottle of incredible shampoo is equivalent to a 20-ounce bottle of professional shampoo because Bella starts with a base of aloe rather than water. Visit BellaGenza.com. That's B-E-L-E-G.
0: Hey, Carol, looks like you haven't been sleeping well lately. Yeah, Dr. Pat, I'm really upset about losing so much of our retirement fund due to the market. Do you have any ideas? Let me tell you about my friend Tom. He told me to put my money in an Index Universal Life retirement plan. It protects me from market loss, disability, increased taxes, litigation, and the financial upset of premature death. Wow, that sounds like a smart plan. How do I reach him? Call Tom, Tom Leota at WeExcel Financial, 888-252-3083.
4: 11 a.m. Pacific. Learn more at totaltransformation.com.
5: Tired of the insanity of other talk radio stations? Just click your radio knob and say there's no place like Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat show. We're going to give you lots of information today uh, about the National University. So, you know, part of this conversation today is, you know, talking about what we can do in in our care system and what's happening. And so, you know, joining me here today, of course, um, you know, credentials, I've already said them, Dr. Joan Van Tassel joining me here today, and we've talked about the National University System for Integrative Health. You know, part of this conversation, as I said before, is about what's going on in our system. Joan is here to tell us what the solutions are. And I wanted to ask you, I mean, there are many different things in terms of practitioners of traditional medicine, practitioners of alternative medicine. But what is the National University uh, System, what are you all doing to educate people in a way that no one else is?
2: Well, um, I think the most important thing is that we're trying to train people and give them the, the tools to help people balance the um, their use of traditional and alternative medical systems and treatments. Um, Very few people are bilingual, so to speak, across these two divides. You have uh, one group of people who are trained in the scientific method, and they have their language and their way of speaking, and then you have the people trained in alternative medicine, the acupuncturists and hypnotists and so forth, and and massage therapists, and they're doing wonderful work, but they don't talk very well. Uh, the, The traditional people and the alternative people simply don't Talk to each other very often. There are some that that gap is um, is decreasing because of some really excellent programs that have been going on within traditional medical schools, and particularly right now within the VA. And oh. um, the, the VA is very interested in alternative treatments, and has has really and is on a fast track to implement some of them. And so, what are needed, or at least from a national university perspective is to educate uh, individuals who can speak both languages and understand the importance of both systems to the complete health of the individual, both in terms of treatment after you're sick, but also some kind of um, like health coaching or some some kind of um, uh, education about how to stay healthy, preventive medicine, and that's something we don't do enough of. So the program really, for example, one of the courses in, is in biostatistics and research because if you can't speak research language, you can't talk to traditional medicine people. That's, that's what they learn. That's how they're trained. That's what they know. So we offer a class in that and we offer training in that so that our people come out able to talk to people in traditional medicine. On the other hand, we also offer courses in the mind-body connection in specific fields within integrative medicine, such as bioenergetic and energy therapy, spirituality, health and healing, so that uh, they can our people can speak to people in the alternative med- medicine field and be able to be understood. So we're trying to train translators, bilingual medical translators, who can move back and forth between these two systems and help patients, because patients, right now, many times, are the most sophisticated people. <laughs> yeah. and it's We're c- the ones who know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. You know, part of this is, for me, it's, I- I'm really, really concerned. And let me give you a couple of reasons why. You know, it's not just for you and me and people that are on the, you know, are are, are, are being kind of looked at in the face in terms of having a loved one or somebody that's challenged. But there is a whole process that happens as technology changes, so to speak, and things change. There's this whole wave of how do we stay up to date? Um, and what I wanted to say is that I recently have gone through this with my best friend's mom. And, uh, and I love that I live in Seattle because part of this is, you know, I'm here and because of the type of show I do, I get a lot of information about, you know, like alternative medicine, integrative medicine, functional medicine. You know, what's almost every hospital here has an integrative or holistic uh, wing to it, so to speak. But that is not the case across the country. We are even stuck in, Joan, the mode of, as patients, and I want to ask you about this, and I want to ask you what the National University System is doing to help with this problem. As patients, we're even afraid to challenge doctors. You know, I just went through this conversation where, you know, a a dear friend of mine had a pacemaker put in, and a lot of drugs, not that she doesn't need the drugs, but a lot of drugs, took them every morning immediately after taking of them, went to bed, went back, you know, know, said, look, I'm tired all day long. And honestly, you should not have to struggle with that kind of answer. Months shouldn't go by before somebody figures out, oh, dang, we're giving her a couple of pills where we say, don't operate machinery. And I want to ask you, Dr. Joan, you know what is it that we can do what responsibilities is ours as patients and what do the docs need to do
2: well as patients we we have to realize that every practitioner has a limit every practitioner knows what they know you know there's sort of three things that we all have we know what we know then there's things we don't know. We know that we don't know. And then there's things we don't know we don't know. <laughs> and so and everybody has a large amount of both. Or many people do, and certainly healthcare practitioners of all kinds do. And so we have to take some make some effort to be consumers. And if we're too ill to do that ourselves, we have to try to find someone in our personal network who can help us. For example, I have a sister who who I rely on. She's just a tiger when it comes to finding things out and talking to people. And she'll just call up doctors' offices and talk to their office manager and their assistants about that doctor and that treatment, and she's just wonderful at it. So, and she says, you know, one thing that you do is you find the best person in the field and you call their office and you engage that person's staff in conversation, and you ask them, okay, well, if I can't afford to fly there and pay for this $80,000, what are the other things? Because people who are on the cutting edge of something often know many other things than the specific thing that they would, you know, suggest for you. So we have to be part of our health care. We have to be that insightful member of the team ourselves or somebody that is on our side to do that. Was not part of a medical mm-hmm. language. And yeah. that's true for no matter who your caregiver is. Right. Um, you know, the most profound barrier to communication for anyone is the potential for being embarrassed. <laughs> and people who know things often embarrass mm-hmm. people who don't. It happens in classrooms. It happens between parents and children. Why would you ask that question? That's a stupid question. I know. Or just a little wave of the hand and says, well, I don't have time for that. Yeah. Or I
0: I like this one the best. Can I give you mine? Yeah. Who's the doctor here, me or you?
2: Oh, yes. Do you remember that one? Yes. When did you go to medical school?
0: (laughs) And, you know, honestly, when you're sitting in front of somebody that's not well... Yeah. You're lucky if they don't slap you out. I I mean, (laughs) and honestly... You know, this is really part of how each and every one of us—first of all, there's a call to action here. And the call to action for me is what the National University System Center for Integrative Health is doing. You know, we're talking about, you know, this the, the university system, you know, putting together health coaching, putting together bereavement studies— Putting together, you know, graduate certificate in many of these things, uh, mm-hmm. continuing online, continuing education courses, which everybody needs, and so this is—I love the way the national university system has said, "Look, we're going to find out what we can do to improve situations. We're going to put a program together, and we're going to make this available." And so, let me ask you this question: When we're talking to our listeners? We're talking to the many people that are listening out there that are healers. How does all of this apply to them?
2: Well, you know, healing is not, being a healer is not necessarily a matter of degrees. Right. It has something to do with the heart. And one of the things that is so important to me about our program is that if a person has a bachelor's degree in anything, and they're not happy being an accountant or a real estate agent or whatever it is they went into to make money. They can take this program and get a master's degree in integrative health. Mm-hmm. Okay, and if, if that's how we can bring people in who um, who have who really want to help people, who mm-hmm. really want to communicate and talk about health and help people lead healthier lives, then it's open to anyone with a bachelor's degree, and it takes a year. So I just think it's such a fabulous opportunity for people. I really do.
0: It is. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about what it means to be, you know, in the groove, educated, informed, and why this is so important. Um, The other thing that I want to mention to everyone is, what is the concern What does Dr. Joan joining us here today, what is her concern if we don't make some changes? Dr. Joan Van Tassel joining me here today, Associate Professor and Chair the Department of Communication at National University. When we come back, we're gonna be talking about, you know, how we can get the most from our appointments. What do you say when that doctor says that to you? What are the tips you should have? Should you bring people? How does this all look? What do you need to know? We're going to cover it all right here on The Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back.
1: Do you love who and what you see in the mirror? Stop struggling with weight loss and learn to love who you are right now. 95% of dieters regain their weight within five years for a reason. They never truly learn to love their bodies. Visit BodyImageMastery.com. To start your journey towards self-love and healing and get the results that you've always wanted, call Laura Fenimore at 415-464-1234 or visit BodyImageMastery.com.
2: Can you imagine a world where noodles are calorie-free? For centuries,
1: Japanese women have eaten these noodles. Now this Japanese miracle noodle is available in the United States at noodle.com. As seen on ABC News, this noodle made only of soluble fiber has zero net carbs and zero
2: calories. Imagine the possibilities. Now you know why it's called Miracle Noodle. Add noodles back into your diet guilt-free at MiracleNoodle.com.
4: Energy medicine is the new frontier, and the Institute of Healing Arts and Sciences a pioneer in the field, has been teaching energy medicine for over 15 years. Hospitals nationwide host their students as interns. Bring your life, work, and health to the next level. Study at the Institute of Healing Arts and Sciences, where they're proving your beliefs affect your health. Visit instituteofhealing.com or call 860-286-5400. That's instituteofhealing.com. Hi, this is Dr. Scott Lynch from Valley Chiropractic Wellness Center.
1: Do you have subluxation? Due to common lifestyle stressors such as poor posture, accidents, injuries, and moderate amounts of emotional stress, individuals may become subluxated. Subluxations can lead to headaches, arthritis, fatigue, and many other symptoms. For your free subluxation checkup, call Valley Chiropractic Wellness Center at 425-844-8000 or visit us online at vcwc.net.
5: Are you ready for balance and wellness? Daisy Thompson at Northwest Healing Studio is a nationally known energy intuitive and Reiki master. By repatterning your energy structure, Daisy can help you make the changes you need to start attracting the life you want to experience. If you live with depression, anxiety, illness, pain, or stress, call Daisy at 206 550 8469 and begin to realize your true path in life visit NorthwestHealingStudio.com.
0: Hi, i'm dr pat i want to make sure you don't miss the final event in the 2009 extraordinary people lecture series join don miguel ruiz international best-selling author of the four agreements on april 24th at the center for spiritual living in seattle go to the drpatshow.com under the featured events section for more information and to purchase your tickets now don't miss this opportunity to be inspired Go to thedrpacho.com for more details.
5: Body, mind, and spirit. Alternative Talk 1150 covers it all.
0: Welcome back. Welcome back to The Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, go to www.thedrpatshow.com. For more information about the National University uh, System, you can go to their website. Um, you know, first of all, the, the, the toll-free number is 1-800-NAT-UNIV. 1-800-NAT-UNIV. Uh, and the website, what's the best website for folks to go to, Dr. Joan? I'm sorry? Oh, uh, for the natu- National University Systems? It's www.nu.edu. Great. NU.edu. That sounds perfect. Um, before the break, I mentioned a number of different things. But I think what we're trying to do here, and, and also what the National University System is trying to do, is we're trying to improve the way things are. I mean, I know that's simplifying, but that, isn't that kind of the bottom line?
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And for individual people and also for, for us in society as a mm-hmm. whole. Mm-hmm. Um, our our medical system is too expensive. It doesn't address a lot of the things that people really need. Mm-hmm. And people, not enough people are covered because it is so expensive. So this all kind of comes together. Uh, yeah. in the we'll Sorry. Hold we'll, on. We'll, we'll, we'll... Now, uh, come to order. Sorry. Uh, My computer just started talking. That's okay.
0: <laughs> I apologize. Everybody wants to get in on the subject, and it's good. Yeah, that's
2: right. So, um, anyway, it just has a societal level importance and implications for our economy that are really, really crucial. Um, and, but the most important thing is the changes that it makes in individual people's lives.
0: So, when we're looking at, you know, the big conversation, what do I need to know? Dr. Joan, what do I need to know when I go in and make an appointment for my doctor? Whether if it's a simple cold, my nose is running, or if I've just been diagnosed with something that is really scary, what do I need to know? What's that first appointment about? And then how do I act differently in the follow-ups?
2: Well, the most important thing to know is that your caregiver is going to see many, many people that day. And so the chances are that you're going to get about 15 minutes, no matter what.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: So you need to go in with an agenda. And you don't even really have to announce that you have one, because that will show in your attitude. So I think the most important thing is to have a list of the three questions you need answered. Now, this is really kind of pre-diagnosis and one thing that uh, my um my brother is a physician and one of the things he tells me is that very frequently people come in and tell him what they have they don't they don't tell their symptoms they come in and they say well doctor i have tuberculosis and and he said you know it's a little it's disconcerting because he doesn't jump to conclusions like that he really looks at symptoms and tests and tries to be informed and he tries to keep an open mind. So one thing that we have to do is to have an open mind, not just ask our caregivers to have an open mind, but to have it ourselves. To not be so sure that we know. You know, you can there's there's a balance to have between being the insightful member of the team, you know yourself in some ways better than anybody, but also allowing that recognition that whether it's an alternative caregiver or a traditional one, this person has years and years of training. So it's coming in with that open mind. Second, if you have reason to believe that the diagnosis is going to be serious, then you need to bring somebody with you. Mm. Because there is no way that you will not react emotionally to hearing that news. And there's a lot of evidence that shows that when you have experienced emotions, your cognitive ability, your ability to think clearly is going to be impaired for a little while. You may not think so, but it's true. It's going to be hard to remember things, hard to remember details. And so if you think that you are seriously ill, ring somebody and ask them to take notes and to, to suggest questions for you. If there's a single thing that I could say, it would be that
0: you know, this is a this is a passion of yours, and I love, in many ways, I love that this came from a a personal personal experience. I don't love that someone had to um, move on, pass away from it. But what your work is about, and like and I can hear it in your voice, is about making the system better so that we're all empowered. You know, one yeah. of the things I'm mostly concerned about right now is, you know, this idea of, you know, a lot of us aging. And, you know, there is there's a disconnect even now, regardless of what age you are. But I believe that there's going to be such an enormous gap between practitioners and patients um, as the patients, you know, get uh, get older in life. And and, and sometimes it's extremely difficult for someone that is seasoned to all of a sudden, well, yeah, I'm going to change the way I approach the doctor. So isn't the onus really on the practitioner in a lot of ways?
2: Well, you know, we can we can spend a lot of time talking about who has to do it and who has to change more. But in the end, you know, nobody cares more than you do. Mm. And nobody's going to care for you more than you do. And so part of this is expressing your own caring for yourself, because that's what will drive your practitioner to also care.
0: So as we move forward and we take a look at the many opportunities here uh, and what your passion is about, mm-hmm. where do you see the the Department of Communication, so to speak, or education of people You know, where do you see the big, well, let me ask you a different question. What is the big vision for this? You know, how do you see National University System Center helping people? And in what ways can each of us participate in the learning experience?
2: I think there's quite a few things going on that are going to show tremendous dividends in the next five years. Okay. Okay. The first thing is that it has not gone, uh, it, is, it is within the attention of the traditional medical community that people are going to alternative medical providers and as a matter of choice. And that is, I think, beginning to, to force them to address some of these problems in communication that they have specifically. More than that, um, the the change in the White House is driving a different kind of policy, and there is a tremendous public pressure to change the system from the inside as well. Um, I there is in the stimulus package there is a billion dollars for comparative studies of the effectiveness of traditional and alternative treatments. This is really important because one of the shortcomings of alternative treatments has been a lack of reliable data to show that they're effective. Anecdotal stories will only go so far and not very far at all in public policy. So it's very important for these studies to be done, and it's very important for them to be carried out in ways that offer a, a balanced approach and a fair approach, real study. Not not just um, studies paid for by pharmaceutical companies and other members of the traditional medical field. So that's a tremendous political task, and it's going to require continued public pressure to make sure that it's carried out.
0: What's kind of interesting is and uh, in, is the direction that you are talking about, because you know we have caregivers that have specific frames of reference for things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As you and I are talking about professionals in traditional medicine. And, and, you know, this is, this not only is for, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, we're not only talking about, you know, people in what we call medicine, but this really does reach out to other caregivers, other people that are face to face with patients. I mean, we're talking about massage therapists, I think. We're also talking about psychologists, some who believe that they are holistic in that frame of reference. I know we have many of them. Um, and I wanted to to ask you, there seems to be this dividing line, traditional alternative. And yes, when we say traditional medicine, we think about empirical science. We think about statistics. And then when we say alternative, to the average person, there's this whole other range of things that come up. And when we come back from break, uh, Dr. Joan and I are going to talk about the, the, not the differences, but the similarities. And how those similarities show up or don't show up when you're doing your research on the Internet. The place that you absolutely want to go to find out about or find the answers to is the national university system? We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive by.
1: Hi, I'm Paul McCormick, and I want to help you become financially free. Go to my website, SecretsOfTheMillionaireInside.com, and you'll find my book that just became a bestseller, passing up Susie Orman and Rich Dad Poor Dad. And when you buy my book today, you're going to get 4 eBooks, all for the price of one. Plus, I'm going to throw in six CD downloads, absolutely free, when you buy my book today. Go to my website, SecretsOfTheMillionaireInside.com. SecretsOfTheMillionaireInside.com. How would you like to recession-proof yourself in 2009? Rich Gurman, one of America's most popular business and life coaches, can empower you to do just that. His affordable coaching programs will guide you to a lifestyle of great health, happiness, and prosperity. Go to richgerman.com, spelled R-I-C-H-G-E-R-M-A-N.com to learn more about his popular Coaching 101 classes and mastermind groups. Rich German will help you turn your dreams into
4: reality. Visit performancevelocity.com and start getting results now. It's a new day.
1: Join intuitive coach Don Marie Stansfield every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific right here on KKNW AM 1150. Don Marie focuses on the self-empowerment of individuals by examining present-day circumstances. She offers practical tools you can use to help overcome difficult situations and move forward on your life path. Learn more at DawnsVision.com and catch It's a New Day with Don Marie Stansfield, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific.
5: Learn how to help people deal with loss and the grieving process. The new online certificate in bereavement studies at the Center for Integrative Health focuses on the spiritual, cultural, and workplace aspects of loss completely online the one course per month format allows you to complete the certificate in as little as 9 months and earn graduate credit from a regionally accredited institution financial aid is available visit centerforintegrativehealth.org for the national university systems center for integrated health that's centerforintegrativehealth.org
1: have you signed up for the Dr Pat Show newsletter find out about upcoming guests current promotions events and information go to the com. that's the com, and sign up now
5: feed your mind and your body and spirit will follow alternative talk 1150
0: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to The Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by Hey Doc Talk today. We're here with Dr. Joan. She's joining us here today on The Dr. Pat Show. Dr. Joan Van Tessel joining us here, uh, Associate Professor and the Chair of the Department of Communication at National University. For more information about us, The Dr. Pat Show, please go to www.thedrpatshow.com, T H E D R. Pat show.com for more information about national university. You can go to www.nu.edu. Uh, Joan, thank you so much for joining us here today. We're going to get into this, this conversation about internet and I think we should start there. Um, and it's a conversation where right now, you know, it used to be, and believe me, this is so old school. Okay. That it, it, if we wanted to find something out, usually had bookcases like filled with books and all that other stuff. We'd go to the encyclopedia, we'd pull a book out and we'd look something up. I don't even think you know, I mean, wow, do people even know what encyclopedias are anymore? Because now we don't do that. We go to the internet. And if we can't find it on the internet, honestly, it must not exist. What are the, you know, benefits of the internet in terms of health and and care and information? And what are some of the pitfalls?
2: Well the benefits are first of all that there's up to date information. So that the two years that it took to get things into books or into journals are occurring now in much faster cycles so that we learn of who's doing the most cutting edge research at the University of Oregon Medical School six you know, six days after they report out a study. Um So I think that is is a huge advantage. Um, I I have an example of my cat has a strange disease, and they didn't know what caused it, and it's not a very pleasant one. And someone wrote a paper, it turns out, in October of 2008, and I had access to that paper, and, and he knows what, they've discovered what causes this illness. Wow. You know, I just started looking about eight months ago, and then, boom, there it is. So the up-to-date and the immediacy and the availability of that information are huge advantages. The disadvantages are that it's difficult to interpret information that you find. It's difficult to remember that just as there are dishonest people in person, there are plenty of dishonest people online, and um, the more intelligent dishonest people are very believable. And many times, I mean i'm I'm not trained in veterinary illness. Somebody could certainly mislead me about an illness with my cat, or I don't know a lot about certain kinds of human illnesses, so I can be misled as if someone with a good line of patter can confuse and and amaze me any day. So um the things the two words that I really look for <laughs> in, in uh, when I'm w- working on the internet are controlled and double-blind. But just because they're there doesn't mean that that's what really happens. Right. Right. So, <laughs> so there's a certain humility that you have to have about what you think you know. It's hard to have that, but it's really important.
0: Well, and, you know, part of this is getting educated. When I went to school for, you know, you know, my educational studies, um, I, you know, the Internet wasn't exactly kind of like pumping things in the way it is now, but it was certainly available. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the faculty at the school that we were at, uh, they were really clear that, you know, you need not to be doing all this Internet stuff. There are certain things you need to look at. Um, And more importantly, we're think, you know, we're also talking about how do we find the kind of people, the providers that we're looking for. Let's take a minute to talk about the National University System Center for Integrative Health because, you know, part of this conversation is, you know, what are some of the studies, what is it that you all provide to help people? I mean, we talked about the Graduate Certificate in Health Coaching, and health coaching is so important right now. Can you talk about that for a minute?
2: Well, you know, we're really, look, because integrative health has become such an important field, we're really helping educate people to work on the staff of health care institutions mm-hmm. so that they can bridge this gap between the the kind of the two, the great divide between these two different fields mm-hmm. and just begin the work at the institutional level of um, of being of training these bilingually medical people, um, so I don't know that that we have programs necessarily for um, for individual people in their medical problems, and that's something that a person might look for at an, an alternative medicine uh, facility. They probably have seminars and workshops for people to attend. There might be something in a community college adult extension course along those lines. So I think those can be very helpful to individuals. Um, At National, we primarily educate adults who want to make some kind of important change in their career, either to expand their opportunity in the career they're now in or to change careers altogether. So our, our programs are sort of designed for people in the workforce who want to be in the workforce and who see how important this
0: is and want to be part of it. And, you know, this is really for people all over the the country that are really listening to this because, you know, there are so many amazing people entering into integrative health right now. I'm so thrilled to hear that they are from many, many walks of life. And, and, you know, like other forms of traditional medicine, there is a dimension to this that, that folks need to have. The communication piece is so important. Do you find that having the communication skills you and I are talking about today is more or less or equally important, depending upon what field you go into, whether it's alternative or, or integrative or, uh, you know, traditional medicine? I mean, is there a great divide or do we need to have sort of equal skills on each side?
2: Well, the questions are a little bit different. For depending on who you're talking to. So, it's, it's, again, it's, it's almost a vocabulary issue <laughs> as much as a communication skill issue. But um, I think that it's very hard for people who are trained in scientific practice to address issues of the heart. But I also think that it's not that easy for people in, who are on the touchy-feely side of things to be to have an honest and analytical assessment of effectiveness. You know, so don't... each each caregiver that you speak with has their own biases. And I remember once uh, someone said to me in a healthcare setting, there was a difference of opinion about how someone should have been treated. And, I, and I'm listening, and there was a man was in his 60s, and he was seeking treatment for his son. And at one point, he listened to one person, and he listened to another person, and he looked at me, and he was absolutely in anguish. And he said, I, I just don't know who to believe. And I just looked at him and said, you know, in the end, you're going to have to make your own decision. Nobody can really tell you what's going to happen or what to think.
0: Mm. Thank you for today's show. Thank you so much for bringing a very big conversation to the table. Because, you know, I know for me right now on personal journey with some folks that are very close to me, um, I don't want communication to be the reason for their passing. And we all have to figure out how to get more educated. I certainly know that... You and I share a passion to make sure that the people that are entering the field of integrative health have the best tools that they could possibly have. And that's why I'm grateful for the national university system. Thank you so much, Dr. Joan, for joining us here today.
2: Oh, thank you so much for letting me be part of it. It was really a privilege.
0: Wow. Thank you all for tuning into the Dr. Pat show. This is talk radio to thrive by, uh, for more information about me, you can certainly go to the drpatshow.com for more information about the national university system, go to www.nu.edu. We'll see you right back here tomorrow on the Dr. Pat show. This is talk radio to thrive by.